This is a presentation of the Nebraska State High School Basketball Tournament on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Driving left side is Boer, picks up his dribble, looking for some help, decides to go up strong with it, and the layup will rattle home. Jack Riley picks the pocket of B.J. Bradford up the floor to Jack Hostrider. Watch out! Morfisi in the lane, kicks it out. Three ball, Townsley, right wing, it's good! High school basketball broadcasts are presented by Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. Southeast Community College. Union Bank, the Nebraska Department of Transportation Highway Safety Office, Live Hydration Spa, Eustis Body Shop, DBAT Lincoln, Nebraska Ethanol Board, the Nebraska Sports Council, F Foundation Repair, A1 Automotive, High Electric, Aloe Fiber, Amigos Kings Classic, and the Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. Now calling all the action from Pinnacle Bank Arena, here's Nick Sainer. Good morning. Welcome into Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's the 2022 state tournament coming your way all week long on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert with you on a Monday morning. We have a 9 o'clock tip-off between the number 8 seed in Class B, the Blair Bears coming in with a 15-9 record against the number 1 seed, the Scut Catholic Skyhawks with their 22-1 record. We're a couple minutes away from tip-off. This is the Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers pregame show. Visit any of their four locations today for lunch, dinner, and desserts. It's an exciting one. Class B boys basketball. It's the quarterfinal. The winner of this one will go on to play the winner of number four seed Platteview and number five seed Bennington on Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. Let's start with the number eight seed. The Blair Bears coming in once again with a 15-9 record. They come in off of a 78-74 win against those Bennington Badgers back on February 23rd. They're led by head coach Chris Whitwer in his seventh season. The record isn't that great for Coach Whitwer, 56-76 and 76 overall, but the way he's been able to turn around this Blair program has been something to watch. Just, just to kind of give you guys a rundown of, of the evolution of him and, and him leading this Blair team, in 2016 when he took over his first season, they were 2-20 and 20 overall. 2018, they were 8-7. 2019, 11-12, so still under 500. Last year, brought them to the state tournament with an 11-12 record. They won the district in an upset last season in 2021, and then this season boasting that 15-9 record and that district win as well. Uh, like I said, last year they played in the district, or excuse me, the state tournament as an eight seed. They've had to face number one seed Norris last year, lost 62 to 46. But it is, like I said, the second tournament appearance since Chris Whitwer took over. For the home team, the Scott Catholic Skyhawks, they're no stranger to PBA, led by Kyle Jurgens in his ninth season, 194 and 42 overall. They are state champions twice, 2014 when they beat Beatrice 59 to 45, and in 2020 when they beat Ron Cauley Catholic 59 to 31. It is the Scott Catholic Skyhawks' fifth straight tournament appearance, and we are about ready to get this one underway. Once again, this has been the Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers pregame show. Visit any of their four locations today for lunch, dinner, and dessert. When we come back here in a couple minutes following the national anthem and starting lineups, we will give you the starting lineups for this Class B boys quarterfinal live from Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's the 2022 uh, Class B state tournament up next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Why settle for Wi-Fi that just usually works? Why settle for customer service that's subpar? Why settle for service that's outdated? You don't have to. 
settle for more with Allo, the faster, more reliable internet experience that's built for the way you use all your devices. For answers, visit us at allofiber.com slash switch today. Allo, settle for more. Hi, this is Kurt, your shop manager at A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. My promise to you is this, you won't find another automotive repair facility that genuinely cares about you and your vehicle. Our service is outstanding and our customer service is better. Please give me a call for all your automotive repair questions and needs. Call me at 402-477-4660. We were built on small town values and that shows them how we treat others. A1 Automotive, always honest answers. At Southeast Community College, fall just arrived, but spring is already on our minds. Registration for the spring 2022 semester begins October 25th. Whether you want to get a head start on a four-year degree, learn a new trade with a certificate program, or add to your job skills, SCC has a class for you. Spring semester starts January 10th. Learn more about our more than 60 programs of study online at southeast.edu. SCC, your path to possible. Fencing, skydiving, baseball, tennis, gymnastics, softball, basketball, table tennis, karate. Nick thinks he can name all of the Cornhusker State game sports in 30 seconds. BMX racing, volleyball, cycling. Not likely, but here's what you do need to know. The Cornhusker State games are coming up in July. With over 70 sports to choose from, there's literally something for everyone. Register by June 1st to get your free shirt. Check it all out at CornhuskerStateGames.com. Go for the gold in 2022. Archery, chess, foot golf, fish. Are you worried about storm damage causing issues with your basement? F Foundation Repair fixes basements with supreme waterproofing and exact concrete leveling for residential or commercial clients. They service wet basements, leaky walls, damp crawl spaces, bowing or cracked bricks or drywall, and more. Whether you're in southeast Nebraska, the Tri-Cities area, or northeast Kansas, they'll easily make the trip to you. Get a free evaluation today by visiting wefixbasements.com or call 402-804-1024. F Foundation Repair. We fix basements. Lincoln Public Schools continues to grow with approximately 42,000 students and over 8,000 highly trained staff in more than 60 schools and programs. We offer innovative opportunities, allowing all students to choose their path and discover their own future. High school students in Lincoln Public Schools can experience enriched opportunities through an international baccalaureate program, junior ROTC, school to career tracks in our career academy, and can attend focus programs in the areas of science and arts and humanities. The school district also highlights all-day kindergarten, reading recovery, an English language learner program, instructional technology, special education services, and an enrichment program for gifted students. The staff at Lincoln Public Schools truly believes that all means all. For more information, visit our website at www.lps.org. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Number 22, Ryan Nick Sander back here with you from Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's the Class B boys quarterfinal, Scott versus Blair. Scott, the number one seed, and Blair, the number eight seed here in the first game of the 2022 state tournament. They just finished up introducing the non-starters for each team, and now they're getting rolling with the starters. Let's go ahead and start with the number one seed, the Scott Catholic Skyhawks, the starting 5-4. Head coach Kyle Jurgens is his ninth season, fifth straight time coming to PBA for the state tournament. 
They have, uh, excuse me, they've only missed the state tournament in 2015 and 2017 while under Kyle Juergens. Like I mentioned in the pregame show, they are state champions in both 2014 and 2020, and they are trying to get their third in the last eight years this season. Let's start with the starting five for Scut. Number three, J.J. Farron will be at the guard. Junior averaging 12.8 points per game, shooting 40% from beyond the arc. Number 20, senior forward Grant Dvorak, 8.7 points per contest, shooting 42% from the field and 94% from the free throw line. So pretty impressive there. Number 32, James Ninifu is a senior, 15 points per game. He's their leader, 55% from the field and 39% from beyond the arc. Jake Brack will also be out there, a junior forward, 14.9 points per game. And then rounding out the starting five for Scut, number 44, Nate Zorowski, a senior, averaging just around three points per contest. For the Blair Bears, they are led by head coach Chris Whitworth in his seventh season, 15-9 overall this season. They come in as the eighth seed in this tournament. The five out there for Coach Whitworth, number 10, a senior guard, Kip Tupa. Number 12, Luke Ladwig, 15.7 points per game for him. Number 13, Jacob Zapala, a senior, averaging double figures per contest. Number 24, Sawyer Lawton. And then rounding out the starting five for head coach Chris Whitworth, Husker baseball commit Jay Sean Unger, a sophomore, averaging 7.7 points per game. It's game one of 32 this week on the ticket as we go through along the week. And then we'll have some uh, special appearances from Jay Foreman, VJ, and whoever else wants to stop by and sit here courtside at PBA and, and watch some high school basketball. I, I was telling DP before we went on here that uh, it's it's not state basketball unless you get snow. And so we got some snow last night, so it's officially state basketball season, and we're ready to get rolling. It's about time to tip off, but we're going to take a 10-second break for station identification. This is high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. All right, we're about ready to tip things off. Omaha Scut in their white jerseys with green lettering, and they win the tip while Blair rocking these pretty sweet gray jerseys with purple lettering that say Blair across the chest. Dwarak passes it to Brack on left wing. Now it's Ninifu wearing some awesome goggles this afternoon. Now he drives right side, now kicks out to Dwarak trying to spin in the lane, gets stuck, has to pass it back out to number three, J.J. Farron at the top of the key. Now it's back to Dvorak. He dribbles the top of the key, holding, standing on the S of the Huskers logo. Ninifu has it right wing. Brack trying to get some positioning down low. Ninifu will take a right wing three ball, and it's good. And James Ninifu, excuse me, they're going to call it a two. They're going to say his foot was on the line. So just two nothing here early on for Omaha Scut as Ninifu. A senior averaging around 15 points per game gets the scoring going here in the 2022 state tournament. Blair with their first possession of the game here. It'll be la excuse me, it'll be Kip Tupa with it. Now he passes left wing to Jay Sean Unger. He drives center of the key. Now right side puts up the layup, gets blocked by number 44 Nate Zaruski, and it's going to be out of bounds. It'll stay with the Bears. 7:02 left here. First quarter just underway in the state tournament as Blair has. The inbound underneath their own hoop. Throws it out top to number 12, Luke Ladwig, and he catches it near the timeline. Guarded by James Ninifu, he drives right side. Now dishes it to Zapala. Now it's going to be Kip Tupa, left corner. Back to Ladwig. Now Zapala. Back to Tupa, right wing. Blair trying to stay methodical, trying to find an opening in the scut defense. Good defense there by number 20, Grant Dvorak. 
Blair still with possession of the basketball, and they just dish it out to Zopla near the timeline. Scott using their defense to try to put pressure on the Bears here who are searching for their first point. They hard hedge Kip Tupa near the timeline. We're going to have a foul called on number 44, Nate Zerowski, his first. All right, so Blair basketball after Scott commits their first team foul. 6.24 to go. First quarter, 2-0. Scott, appreciate you guys hanging out with us all week long on 93.7. The ticket for some class A, B, C, and a little bit of C2 basketball. Jay Shongunger, turn around, layup off the glass and in, and it's 2-2. We're all tied up here as Scott goes the other way. Farron crosses the timeline, gives it to Dvorak. Now to Brack, left wing, down low in the key to Ninifu, back out to... Farron, three ball on the way. It's good. J.J. Farron hits his first shot of the game. And it's 5-2. Scut out in front by three. Tupa crosses the timeline, going right to left from my vantage point. Once again, Blair in those slick gray uniforms with purple lettering across their chest. Zopla, three ball, left wing, no good, too short. And the rebound is tracked down by Jake Brack of Scut Catholic. So Farron will bring it across the timeline, left side. He's going to get bumped by Tupa, no foul there. And he gets it poked away from behind by Tupa. Here comes Blair, three on two. Tupa in the rain, right side, no good. In the, It'll be off of the hand of Ninifu as he blocked his layup and tried to save it from going out of bounds on the baseline, but they're going to say Ninifu's left foot stepped on the uh, red A of Nebraska painted on the end of the floor here. So it'll be Blair basketball. Inbound pass all the way near half court to Zapla, left side. Now it'll be Sawyer Lawton, finds Ladwig. Now Tupa, left wing, guarded by Farron. They switch Ninifu onto him. Tupa loses possession of the basketball, dribbles it off his foot, and the Catholic Skyhawks take it away. Brack driving right side in the lane, loses possession of the basketball. It'll bounce out of bounds off of the Blair Bears, so it'll stay with Scott Catholic with 5.06 to go here in the first quarter. Inbound pass to Brack, right down the center of the lane, up and in, and the foul as Jayshong Unger hits Jake Brack on the left arm as he finished with his right. So that'll be the first foul on Jay Unger. And Brack, who is shooting 73% from the line on the season, goes to the line and hits his free throw. It's 8-2 to two here, halfway through, or a little under halfway through the first quarter. Five minutes exactly, 8-2 Scut with a six-point advantage. Ladwig brings it across the timeline, guarded by Ninifu. Now hands it off to Tupa. He has it top of the key. Now be Zapla, left wing, looking for some help. He's guarded by Dvorak. Pass almost goes in the backcourt, but Tupa's able to corral it. He starts driving now, brings it back out. Lawton with it. Blair trying to find some offense. Down the low, down low in the key is Zapla. Layup no good, and rebound taken away by Zerowski, but they're going to say he stepped on the baseline, so they'll stay with Blair. 4.33 to play, 8-2. Scut out in front by 6. Bears to inbound underneath their own hoop here. They find Ladwig. Now it's going to be Jay Unger on the block. No good off the side of the backboard, but right is there. Jacob Zapla is there to clean up the miss and puts in the right hand to layup. It's 8-4. Farron has it right side for Scut. Now down low in the key to Brack. Wide open layup is good. And Chris Whitwer, the head coach of Blair, has his palms up in the air like, what are we doing? Are we just going to let Jake Brack drive right down the center of the lane? And that's what they did on that last possession. It's 10-4 Scut. 
Tupa has it. Left wing, guarded by J.J. Farron. Now he'll back it out. Working right side is Tupa. Still working on Jake Brack and Farron. Now they find Lagwood. Lawton to Jay Unger. Near side corner, three ball on the way. No good off back iron. And Ninifu corrals the miss. Ninifu pushing the pace for Scott Catholic. Kicks it out. Three ball. Dvorak on the way. It's good, but we have a foul called. No shot, and it'll be a charging foul called on James Ninifu, his first. And maybe, are they going to count the bucket? It looked like they... We'll see what they decide to do here. It does not look like it. Okay, good. I, the, the official made a, a gesture like he was going to count the bucket, and I thought, no way. No way. 10-4, to 4, Scott here. Blair has the basketball, 340 to play in the first quarter. Game one of 32 this week on the ticket between Scott and Blair. Ladwig crosses the timeline. He's walked up next to by James Ninifu, the senior guard for Scott Catholic. Now it's Ladwig, left wing. They run a little pick and roll with Lawton. He drives center of the lane, floater in the key, no good, too strong, and a rebound goes to Jack Healy, who's freshly checked into the game for Scott. Now Farron bringing it across the timeline. 3.13 to play, first quarter, 10-4 Scott. Out in front of Blair here, Scott the number one seed in their fifth straight state tournament appearance. Farron has it, right side, guarded by Tupa. He dribbles it back through his legs. Now he's going to be guarded closely by Tupa. Hands it off to Jake Brack. Now it's Healy, top of the key. He can't shoot a three, so now it's Ninifu. Left side, now down low to Brack, working on a bear defender, and the layup will rattle home as Jake Brack just went right over the top of Nolan Slaminski of Blair and hit the layup. It's 12-4, Scott here. Two minutes and 38 seconds to play, quarter number one. Ladwig has a left wing, guarded by Ninifu, looking for some help. Finds Jay Unger on the left elbow. Now out to Slominski, hands it off to Tupa. He drives left side. Now trying to find some help, finally kicks it out to Lawton, top of the key. Now to Slominski, right side. He tries to drive baseline, spin move, looking for some help. As he may have gotten away with a travel there, but now Lawton has it top of the key, gives it to Ladwig, left wing, guarded by Ninifu. Scott brings the double team for a moment, but now Ladwig finds Tupa right side, right in front of Scott's bench. They bring the hard hedge out with Healy. Now it's going to be Slominski. Left corner, three ball on the way from Ladwig. Excuse me, is tipped. And the fight for the loose ball, and Scott has it. So up the floor goes J.J. Farron, 12-4 Scott. Out in front by eight. Minute 54 to play here in first quarter. Nimnafu drives, spin move in the lane. Nice little pivot. Floater is good for James Ninifu. And Scott has their biggest lead of the morning at 10. Blair needing to find some offense here. Slaminski has it, far corner. Now it's going to be Lawton, top of the key, guarded by Brack. Hands it off to Tupa. Now he's right side to Slaminski. Looking for some help at Slaminski, guarded by Gabriel Edstrand of Scott Catholic. Tupa now has it, right wing, drives, kicks, Lawton, left wing. Now Tupa once again, Blair trying to find some offense. Ladwig tries to be that guy, no good on the three ball. And the rebound is corralled by Brack of Scott. And so Farron will slow things down here momentarily with a minute nine to play here in the opening quarter. They hand it off to Ninifu, left side. He'll now dribble it to the top right portion of the state here that's on the court at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Now it's Farron, right side to Edstrand, Brack. Scott just trying to play keep away as Ninifu drives left side. No shot, we'll have a foul on the floor. I'm not sure who they got on that. Waiting for the official call here. 
Okay. So the uh, Blair foul will go on number 24, Sawyer Lawton. Both Lawton and Slominski were in the area, so I wasn't sure who they got the uh, foul on there. A couple substitutions for each side. Scut inbounds underneath their own hoop, trying to find Jake Brack top of the key. They do successfully. He's guarded by Slominski. Now it's Dvorak. To Farron, left side, guarded by Slominski. 47 seconds and counting. Here in quarter number one, 14 to 4. Scut out in front by 10. Edstrand to Brack, back to Edstrand. Now to Dvorak, top of the key. About 35 feet away from the hoop. Now it's going to be Farron, right side. To Brack, finds a cutting Dvorak. He drives center of the lane. And we'll have a foul call down low on Blair with 29.3 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's going to be on number 55, Wyatt Ogle, the senior. It's just going to be his first personal foul. Scott still with the basketball, 27 seconds and counting here. First quarter, 14-4. Blair struggling on offense, trying to find a crease in that Scott defense all quarter long. And Scott has the basketball now with 18 seconds on the ticker. Farron has it near the timeline. Blair's not even up there contesting with him. Scott will hold for the last shot here. Trying to go up by more than 10 points here at the end of the first quarter. Farron with it. Left side, driving on Slominski. He's going to be fouled there by Nolan Slominski. That'll be Slominski's first. Ninifu checks back in there for Ed Strand. For the Skyhawks, 4.2 seconds left on the clock, 14-4. Scut out in front by double digits. It'll be a sideline inbound. Dvorak will be the inbounder right in front of Blair's bench across the way. They inbound it to Ninifu, top of the key, three seconds on the clock, kicks it out to Farron. As time expires, his three-point shot is blocked, and there will be no points as the time expires. There's the horn, and at the end of the first quarter, your score, Scut Catholic, 14 the Blair Bears, four. Don't go anywhere. We'll have the second quarter action coming up next. This is 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations. More weekend traditions. More family dinners and lunches. More car picnics and road trips. More desserts. Maybe more second desserts. More celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $6.99. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's time for the second quarter here in the Class B Boys quarterfinal game one of the day. It'll be Blair basketball to begin things. They're down by 10, 14 to 4 to Scut. They're still going right to left from my vantage point. Jay Unger, the Husker baseball commit, has it on the right wing. Now finds Lawton top of the key. Number 14, Grayson K has checked in now for Blair, seeing his first time of the afternoon, or the morning, I should say. And there's going to be a foul on the floor. It'll be on number 20, Grant Dvorak. 
his first. So Blair will inbound it directly in front of me here. And they just throw it into the backcourt into Kip Tupa, where he corrals the loose ball. Now it's Jay Unger, right wing still for Blair. Looking for some help. Now it's Lawton, top of the key. Finds Key, or excuse me, Grayson K. Now it's back to Lawton, top of the key. Zoppla with it, left side, guarded by Dvorak. Now it'll be K. Lawton, three ball, right wing for Blair. It rattles home. So it's 14 to 7. Blair gets the scoring going in the second quarter here. 7.15 to play in the first half. 14 to 7. Scut out in front as they've doubled up Blair. Dvorak has it. Top of the key. Now Ninafu, right side. Back to Dvorak. Working left side. On K, looking for some help as he picked up his dribble. Down low to Brack, then back out. Three ball on the way from Dorak. No good, way too long. Nothing but air on that shot, and Jay Unger gets the rebound for Blair. Up the floor, goes Zapla in the lane. Gets his layup blocked, looking for a foul, and Dvorak corrals the miss for Scut. Up the floor to Farron, right side. Scut pushing the pace, kicks it out. Brack drives, right side of the key, now kicks it back out. Left side, three ball on the way. Ninafu, it's good. And so it's back to a 10-point Scut Catholic lead, 6.26 to play, first half. Blair with the basketball. Lawton has it. Hasn't used his dribble, but now finds K left side, working on Dvorak. Now back out to Lawton, right side. Now Zapla to K, working on James Nidifu. They hand it off to Lawton. He's going to be fouled. Hand check called, I believe, on number 34, Jake Brack. And it sure will be. Jake Brack, his first. Seventeen seven. Scut out in front by ten. Six oh seven to play here. First half. Tupa has it near the timeline, working on Farron. He drives right side down the lane, kicks it out to Unger. He'll shoot the mid-range jumper. No good, nothing but air. Too strong on that one by Jay Unger. And here comes Ninafu and the Skyhawks. He drives coast to coast. Ninafu, it's good. 19-7. Scut out in front by 12 as Tupa now brings it across the timeline. He has it, now gives it to Lawton. They hand it off. Zapla, top of the key, guarded by Dvorak. Now hands it off, Ladwig drives center of the key, almost lost the basketball for a moment, kicks it out, Lawton tries his own three, no good, off the front iron, and Farron gets the miss for Scut. Crossing the timeline, up to Florida Brack, now to Ninafu, he'll shoot from the top of the key, off back iron, no good, and Jay Unger flies up and gets the rebound for Blair, and passes it to Ladwig. 5-17 to play, 19-7, Scut out in front by 12. As Ladwig has it, top of the key, driving left side. Now it's going to be Tupa, takes the screen right from Ladwig. Lawton with it, right wing. Pass is going to be intercepted by Dvorak, and he has nobody in front of him. Right-handed layup in the lane, no good! As Dvorak missed the wide-open layup, and here comes Blair. Ladwig up the floor, drives baseline on Zorowski, no good! And the loose ball will be corralled by Farron as Ladwig comes up hobbling. Farron drives, kicks out, Ninafu has it left wing. Now back to Ninafu from Firin. And Scut will slow it down momentarily. Dvorak with it. Top of the key to Ninafu. Left side. Farther down to Farin. He gets it poked away from behind and will have a foul called on the Bears. It'll be on Kip Tupa. His first. So the first personal foul on the senior. Kip Tupa, that's his first personal foul. Team fifth. 
Jack Healy checks back in for Scott Catholic. Also, Gabe Estran checks back in for the Skyhawks. 19-7, 4.30 left to play first half. Class B quarterfinal. Ninafu has it top of the key. Now to Farron, down low to Brack, or I should say on the elbow. He takes the mid-range turnaround jumper. No good off back iron, and the rebound is corralled by Blair, but we'll have a foul called on James Ninafu, and that's going to be Ninafu's second. So kind of interesting there. Kyle Jurgens doesn't like the call. Um, on, that, on that rebound, it looks like Blair just flew up for the rebound and just fell. And Ninifu didn't even touch him, but they're going to call a foul on James Ninifu instead. And so Ninifu will have to take a, a, a seat on the bench momentarily with his two fouls with 4.14 to play in the first half. Slaminski's also checked back into the game for Blair. Tupa has it, crossing the timeline, working on Farron. Now it's going to be Ladwig. Thought about the deep three from the right wing, but says no, thank you. Now back to Tupa, top of the key. He splits the defenders. Slaminski gets loose ball. Jay Unger, far side. Now back up the court, or excuse me, up to the top of the key to Tupa. Layup in the lane, no good, as Tupa just tried to split two big bodies of Jake Brack and Jack Healy. And he, his body hit the deck. He threw up a shot, and he gets bailed out with a foul call. That foul called on junior forward Jack Healy, his first. Scott's sixth team foul of the first half. And Tupa's at the line to shoot two. He hits the first one. 60% on the year is Tupa. He hits that first one to make it an 11-point Skyhawk lead. 3.55 to play, second quarter. Tupa's second one is also good. Nothing but net there, so it's 19-9. Blair trying to get back within single digits. Farron has it. Right side, now to Dvorak. 3.47 to play, second quarter. Blair in a 1-3-1 defense here. To my right, now Brack to Farron. Now cross court, left side. Back to Farron. He'll try the right wing three ball. No good, off back iron. Healy skies up for the rebound, but his shot's blocked by Jay Unger. Healy kicks it back out to Dvorak, top of the key. Now to Ed Strand, left side, bounce passes to Dvorak. Now to Farron, right wing, guarded by Tupa, cross court. Dvorak, left side, looking for some help, bounce pass back to Farron. He'll try another three ball, right wing. This time it's good. So a three point shot by J.J. Farron puts Scud up 22 to 9 with three minutes to play here in quarter number two. Tupa has it, crosses the timeline. Blair trying to find some more offense here as they're down 22-9. Down low to Jay Unger in the lane. No good, but we'll have a foul called on Jack Healy, his second. So going to line for Blair will be Jay Unger, the Husker baseball commit, just a sophomore, 7.7 points per game, 67% from the free throw line this season. Spins it in his hands, puts it up near his ear, and is short on the first one. So it's still 22-9 here, 2.49 to play. Don't go anywhere after this game. We'll have continued coverage all day long. Around 10.45, it'll be the tip-off of Platteview and Bennington with DP on the call. The winner of that game gets the winner of this game. On Wednesday at 1.30 p.m., Jay Unger Corral, or excuse me, connects on the second free throw. It's 22-10. Scut out in front by 10, or excuse me, 12. Holy smokes, can't count today. Ninifu has it right side. 
looking down low for Brack, but still decides to cro pass cross-court to Dvorak, who has it top of the key now to Farron, left side, thought about another three. Now it's Dvorak into the key. Ninifu kicks it out. Farron tries a three ball on the way. No good, too strong. And the rebound goes right into the hands of Ninifu. Scut still has another chance. Dvorak back to Ninifu. He'll drive baseline. Floater, no good. Gets a block from behind by Ladwig. And Jay Unger corrals the loose ball for Blair. It's 2.16 to play. Scut up by 12, 22 to 10. Two minutes and change left in the first half. Ladwig has it. Top of the key gets a screen left from Slominski. Gets stuffed, stuck. Now it's Jay Unger. He'll drive right side. Loses possession of the basketball. Bodies on the floor. Three of them. Two by Blair, one by Scutt. Unger has the basketball in his arms, but they're going to call a jump ball. Possession arrow will give it to the Skyhawks. Wyatt Ogle checks back in for Blair with a minute 57 to play here in quarter number two as Jay Unger takes a seat. Farron will bring it across the timeline. Finds Dvorak now right side, guarded by Slaminski. Now to two, or excuse me, now guarded by Tupa to Ninifu down low. Right on the doorstep to Jake Brack, and the layup is just too easy for him when he gets it down low in the paint like that. And now it's 24-10, Scud out in front by 14. Zopla has it, kicks out. Slaminski left side, drives right. Now Ladwig, far corner, right in front of Scud's bench. Guarded by Ninifu. These are the two best players in today's game, Ninifu and Ladwig. Now it's going to be Zopla, right side, working on Dvorak. Spin move in the lane. He's going to be fouled, and the bucket will count. Foul will be on number 20, Grant Dvorak, his second. Gabe Edstrand has to check back in as Ninifu takes a breather before the half. There's no reason for Ninifu to pick up a third foul. Within the final minute, 18. Zoppolo at the line to shoot one, and he connects. It's 24-13. Scut out in front by 11. Now Farron slowly bringing across the timeline. Sawyer Lawton ready to check in at the next dead ball for Blair. Edstrand to Dvorak. Now to Farron, left side, back to Dvorak, top of the key. Blair switched to a 2-3 zone. Now Farron with it, he'll dribble it across. Near the timeline, now it's Edstrand, right side to Dvorak. Cross-court pass to Farron. Scut trying to play for the final shot here in the first half. Still have 51 seconds to burn since there's no shot clock. Now it's Dvorak, right wing, working on Tupa. Now to Edstrand, top of the key, back to Dvorak. Bounce pass to Zorowski, down low to Brack. He's gets his pass, taped away from behind, and Ogle gets the loose ball. Here comes Blair, Ladwig crosses the timeline, 33 seconds to play. Now Zoppola, right side, drive, center of the key, layup will be no good, too strong. And the rebound goes right into the hands of Edstrand, and here comes Farron for the Skyhawks. He looks towards Kyle Junger's way, and Coach Junger says one shot with 19 seconds to play here in quarter number two. 24-13, Scut out in front by 11. They'll go into the break with a double-digit lead, barring anything wild happening. Farron has it, right wing. Five seconds, pass is going to be tipped out of bounds with 3.1 to play in the second quarter. They'll bring in James Ninifu really quickly for Gabe Edstrand. Sawyer Lawton also checks in for Blair. So it'll be a sideline inbound right in front of the scores table here for Scutt. As Grant Dvorak will be the inbounder, they brought in James Ninifu, Scutt's best shooter 
with 3.1 to play in the second quarter. He gets the inbound pass, two seconds to play. One, gets a floater in the lane, no good off back iron. Had a really good look. But at the end of the first half, Scott Catholic leads Blair 24-13. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a couple minutes with the Southeast Community College Halftime Show. This is state tournament coverage on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Uh, hey, dude, can I have the aux cord? Uh, yeah, sure. Hey, do you want to play some games? What? No, stop. I'm trying to drive. Dude, Aaron wants to know what you're doing on Friday. Okay, I'll talk to him later. I'm driving right now. <laughs> Did you see this thing on Facebook? Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I gotta put you on Do Not Disturb. Wait, wait, wait. It's hard to drive with a bad passenger, so don't let your phone be one. Visit drivesmartne.org for more information. Brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office. You can search online for hours to find the best electricians in Lincoln and the surrounding area. But I'll save you time. High Electric has been serving their customers for 30 years for both residential and commercial properties. They're experts in everything electrical from remodeling to new additions, hot tub installations, electric vehicle chargers or EV chargers, lighting, ceiling fans, and more. High Electric takes jobs from Beatrice to Omaha and all towns big or small in between. Call them today at 402-466-6606 or learn more at highelectric.com. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Are you dragging through each day? Most people are dehydrated or deficient in essential vitamins, minerals, and more. Live Hydration Spa helps you get more out of your life with their IV hydration treatments to help with anti-aging, weight loss, endurance, and more. Their performance packages can help you feel better doing your normal daily routine with boosts of energy and vitality, an increase in immunity, and quicker athletic recovery. Call today for an appointment at 402-413-2042 or walk in at 71st and Pioneers. Live Hydration Spa. Customers send their friends. That's the greatest compliment we can receive. If you've been in an accident, we'll get you back in your vehicle as quickly as possible. Our technicians care about you and your family and repair your vehicle to factory standards. We handle your claim from start to finish and provide a free loaner car. Stop by for a free estimate. Houston's Body Shop, just south of 88th and Highway 2. The most recommended Houston's Body Shop. That's who we are. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's halftime at the Class B Boys quarterfinal game one of two, I should say, of these quarterfinals today on The Ticket. Halftime show is brought to you by Southeast Community College. Discover your path to possible at SEC. Learn more at southeast.edu. Scut leads Blair 24-13 at the break. Number one seed Scut trying to get their third state title in school history. They were Class B champions in 2014 when they beat Beatrice 59-45, and then in 2020 when they topped Ron Cauley 
59-31. Under Kyle Jungers, this is their fifth straight appearance, seventh overall. They've only missed, or excuse me, they've been to the state tournament seven of Kyle Jungers' nine years as head coach of the Skyhawks. They only missed the state tournament in 2015 and 2017. Storyline of the first half is, is Scott's defense just really shutting down Blair. I mean, for Blair, you, you have kind of one option, or I should say two options for offense. That's Luke Ladwig. Uh, the senior averaging 15 points per game, and then the Husker baseball commit, Jay Unger, who's averaging just a little over 7.5 per contest. And, and give Scrut credit. They've used their big bodies of Jake Healy and Jake Brack down, or excuse me, Jack Healy and Jake Brack down low to kind of slow down and, and not allow Blair to get down into the the uh, bottom parts of the lane. James Ninifu having a strong game for Scut, other than missing a wide-open floater at the end of the first half there, and which could have put Scut up by 13, doubling up the Bears here at halftime. We've mentioned kind of the last couple days that we'll have 32 games coming your way this week on the ticket. I want to kind of just give you guys a uh, outlook of what it's going to look like this, to, or I should say for your Monday. So obviously we have Scut Blair right now following this one at 1045. DP will be on the call of number four seed uh, Platteview and number five seed Bennington. That'll be the other Class B boys quarterfinal. The winner of Scut and Blair plays the winner of Platteview and Bennington on Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. The schedule for the rest of the day, it switches over to Class A girls action. So a lot of good, exciting matchups coming your way. At 1.30, I will have the call of number one seed Millard South and number eight seed Bellevue West. At 3.15, DP will be on the call for Omaha Central, who is a four seed in Lincoln Southwest. And then at 6 p.m., it's Fremont, Taylor McCabe, the Iowa Commit, and Sarah Shepard, the sister of former Husker and former Notre Dame fighting Irish uh, forward, excuse me, now drafted with the Minnesota Lynx in 2019, Sarah Shepard. Um, she will be playing. She's the sister of Jessica Shepard, who I was mentioning just a couple minutes ago. They play Pius, who is the seventh seed. Pius lost in their district final to Bellevue West, which allowed Bellevue West to get the eighth seed. They lost on a buzzer beater to the Thunderbirds. So we'll see how Ryan Pesota's squad rebounds this afternoon at 6 p.m. And then the nightcap with DP on the call. Dominique Kelly and that awesome storyline with Lincoln High and their amazing season. Jalen Brill um, and, and you know, Keanu Wiley and, and a couple other players from Lincoln High really playing some good basketball as of late. They were able to top Lincoln Northeast in the district final and make their way to Pinnacle Bank Arena. They take on six-seed Bellevue East tonight at 745 in the nightcap. And then guess what? We get to do it all over again tomorrow and all the way through Saturday when we crown state champions in Class A, Class B, Class C1, and Class C2, both boys and girls. And you'll be able to hear all of those right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Once again, your halftime score, Omaha Scut Catholic, the Skyhawks lead the Bears of Blair 24-13 at the break. It's about five minutes until we get rolling with the quarter number three. So we'll take a couple-minute break. Once again, this has been the Southeast Community College Halftime Show. Discover your path to possible at SEC. Learn more at southeast.edu. Don't go anywhere. In a couple minutes, we'll have the second-half action live from Pinnacle Bank Arena. This is 93.7 The Ticket. When you choose ethanol at the pump, you're not only saving money, you're saving livelihoods. Nebraska is the second largest producer of ethanol, which is proudly made with locally grown field corn. Every time you fill up with higher ethanol blends like E15, E30, and E85, you're supporting Nebraska farmers and strengthening our economy. Right now, only about 4% of Nebraska-produced ethanol is being used in Nebraska. Let's do more to support local agriculture. Fuel a stronger tomorrow. Choose ethanol. Learn more at fueledbynebraska.com. 
DBAT Lincoln Baseball and Softball Academy is a cut above the rest. Their indoor climate-controlled facility lets you work out regardless of weather, and their 18 batting cages provide plenty of opportunities to get your work in. Their professional instructors don't just know baseball and softball, they live and breathe it. Learn more about their membership pricing or birthday party rentals by calling 402-882-3228 or going to dbatlincoln.com. DBAT, developing beliefs, attitudes, and traditions both on and off the field. Are you tired of lousy internet and faceless customer service? It's time to experience local, honest, hassle-free, and exceptional. That's the Allo Promise. We not only provide crazy fast fiber internet, crystal clear TV, and dependable phone service, but we choose to become a part of the communities we serve and love when everyone calls or stops by our store to say Allo. So don't settle for mediocre, settle for exceptional with Allo. Visit us at allofiber.com slash local. Fencing, skydiving, baseball, tennis, gymnastics, softball, basketball, table tennis, karate. Nick thinks he can name all of the Cornhusker State game sports in 30 seconds. BMX racing, volleyball, cycling. Not likely, but here's what you do need to know. The Cornhusker State games are coming up in July. With over 70 sports to choose from, there's literally something for everyone. Register by June 1st to get your free shirt. Check it all out at CornhuskerStateGames.com. Go for the gold in 2022. Archery, chess, foot golf, fish. At Southeast Community College, fall just arrived, but spring is already on our minds. Registration for the spring 2022 semester begins October 25th. Whether you want to get a head start on a four-year degree, learn a new trade with a certificate program, or add to your job skills, SCC has a class for you. Spring semester starts January 10th. Learn more about our more than 60 programs of study online at southeast.edu. SCC, your path to possible. Are you worried about storm damage causing issues with your basement? Epp Foundation Repair fixes basements with supreme waterproofing and exact concrete leveling for residential or commercial clients. They service wet basements, leaky walls, damp crawl spaces, bowing or cracked bricks or drywall, and more. Whether you're in southeast Nebraska, the Tri-Cities area, or northeast Kansas, they'll easily make the trip to you. Get a free evaluation today by visiting wefixbasements.com or call 402-804-1024. Epp Foundation Repair. We Fix Basements. Hi, this is Kurt, your shop manager at A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. My promise to you is this. You won't find another automotive repair facility that genuinely cares about you and your vehicle. Our service is outstanding and our customer service is better. Please give me a call for all your automotive repair questions and needs. Call me at 402-477-4660. We are built on small town values and that shows in how we treat others. A1 Automotive, always honest answers. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sander back here with you from Pinnacle Bank Arena. We're about a minute and a half away from getting the second half up and rolling. Both teams have come back on onto the floor. As always, want to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us to make high school basketball possible. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, Southeast Community College, Union Bank, Live Hydration Spa, the NDOT Highway Safety Office, Nebraska Ethanol Board, DBAT Lincoln, Eustace Body Shop, the Nebraska Sports Council, A1 Automotive, Ep Foundation Repair, High Electric, Aloe Fiber, and last but certainly not least, the Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. So Scott comes into this one with a 22-1 record overall. They lead Blair 24-13 at the break. 
We're under a minute to go until the third quarter action is underway. We'll see what Chris Whitworth, the head coach of Blair, can draw up here at halftime because they got to find some offense. And that's not just because they're down by 11. They, they just haven't been able to get anything consecutively going on. Just struggle to score the basketball on like back-to-back. Can't get into a rhythm, can't get into a run. I mean, part of that may just be Scut playing some strong defense, but... And like I mentioned during the, the halftime show there, Scut's doing a good job, you know, kind of combining Jake Brack, the junior forward, and, and Nate Zaruski and Jack Healy all together down low in the paint, not allowing a guy like Jay Unger for Blair to get anything going near the rim, so... We'll see what happens. We're about to hear the horn here in less than 10 seconds. Get rolling with the third quarter. Give credit to Blair and Scott. I mean, they, they've been able to bring respectable student sections here. I mean, 9 a.m., a drive from Omaha or Blair, you know, a little around an hour. So give them credit for making the trip out here for the state tournament. Good crowd on hand but with parents. People are starting to file in for Platteview and Bennington. You can hear that one around 1045 a.m. right here on the ticket as well. It'll be Blair basketball going left to right now from my vantage point. Tupa has it, drives right side, backdoor cut. It's going to be knocked away, but Scott will touch it. Last goes out of bounds, and Blair will get the basketball underneath their own hoop as they tried to find a backdoor cutting Luke Ladwig, but Ninifu got his mitts on it. It'll stay with Blair. Bears to looking, looking to inbound. They just find Lawton way up near the timeline. He'll dribble top the key now to Tupa. Guarded by Farron of Scut. Now hands it off. Ladwig, right side. Guarded by James Ninifu. Looking for some help. Now Tupa, top of the key. Guarded by Farron. Spin move in the lane. Right-handed layup. Up and under. No good. And the rebound goes right into the hands of Tupa. As Tupa turned around, got up, and his reverse layup is good. Tupa just was on the ground after trying to hit that up and under layup. And the ball right, bounced right into his hands as he was st standing up. Now it's Scut right in front of us. Dvorak. To Brack, now Farron, left side, screen left from Brack, right in the lane, in the center of the key, no good, as Zaruski gets the rebound and the bucket to go with the foul. Foul will be on number 32, Jay Sean Unger, it's his second personal. Nate Zaruski at the line, 54% on the year. Trying to put Scud up by 12, and he does not. Short on the free throw, and the rebound goes right to Sawyer Lawton of the Bears. So Ladwig will slowly bring it across the timeline, finds Tupa. He'll dribble right side, still beyond the three-point line. 6.58 to go here, quarter number three. Tupa bounce pass to Ladwig, top of the key, guarded by Ninifu. He'll take the three ball on the way. It's good! Luke Ladwig, as he looks towards the Scud fans, and swings his arm around his three as Blair is down, 26 to 18. They've cut it to single digits. Ninifu has it, right wing for Scut. Denies the screen left. Now he goes, center of the key, up and under, floater in the lane, rattles out, but he gets his own miss, and the putback is good for James Ninifu. So we scoring's picked up momentarily here early on in the third quarter. Tupa has it, left wing for Blair. Now it's Lawton, top of the key, hands it off to Ladwig, trying to get something going for the Bears. Ladwig in the key, drives, kicks. Now it's Zoppla, right wing. Jay Unger trying to get position down low. Now it's Lawton, top of the key. Missed Zoppla down low. Now kicks out Ladwig, right side. Now he'll drive left side of the key. Dumps it off to Jay Unger. He wasn't ready for it, but corrals it with his big hands and gets the layup to go for Jay Unger. And it's 28-20. Scud out in front by eight. Now it's Dvorak to Ninifu, right side. 
Scott trying to stay in front of this one, give themselves some more breathing room. Dvorak takes a screen right from, from Zorowski. Layup in the lane, no good. Rebound is going to be taken away from Unger by Zorowski. Put back is good. Blair fans wanted an over-the-back call on Zorowski as Jay Unger got that ball just taken right out of his hands. But now Blair has it. Down by 10. Tupa drives right side in the lane. It will be no good, but there is a foul called on J.J. Farron, his first. Tupa almost got that one-handed, I don't even know what to call it, just throw-up shot to go from the right side. So Tupa will go to the line to shoot two shots. Tupa on the year, 60% from the charity stripe. Blair down by 10, make it, or no, keep it 10, as Tupa misses his first. 5.25 to play, third quarter. Winner of this quarterfinal goes on to play the winner of Platteview and Bennington on Wednesday at 1.30. Tupa connects on the second one as well, so it's back to a nine-point Skyhawk lead. Blair will extend the defense a little bit here as Ninifu has it, looking up the floor, finds Farron. Still need to cross the timeline they do with a pass to Dvorak. Now it's Zorowski, near side. Back to Dvorak. He dribbles, top of the key. Now to Farron, right side to Zorowski. Far corner, getting trapped, tries to get out of it. Now it's going to be a three ball, left wing for Dvorak. No good, and the offensive rebound is going to be knocked out of Ninifu's hands, and here comes Luke Ladwig as he's fouled by Dvorak. And so that'll be Grant Dvorak's third personal foul, and Kyle Jungers has to bring in Gabe Edstrand as Dvorak got called for his third personal foul. Blair showing a little bit of life here in the third quarter, just a little under halfway through, 30-21. to 21. Scott out in front by nine. Three ball on the way. Tupa, it's good! And it's 30-24. to 24. So hold on, folks. This one isn't anywhere close to being over, and we have a Skyhawk timeout as Ladwig pumps his fist as he heads to Blair's huddle, and it's 30-24. to 24. Scut out in front by six. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the state tournament on 93.7 The Ticket. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So it'll be Scut basketball out of the Skyhawk timeout. Nick Sander with you from Pinnacle Bank Arena. Ninifu has it, crosses the timeline for the Skyhawks. Now it's Jake Brack, left wing, now to Farron, to Ed Strand. Remember, Dwarak has to sit on the bench right now for th with three fouls for Scut and the Skyhawks. Ninifu has it, right wing, working on Lawton, drives, left side, layup in the lane, good! James Ninifu, good move there by number 32 in white, James Ninifu. For the Skyhawks, gets it back to an eight-point Scut lead. Tupa finds Zapla, left side, almost moved his pivot foot, keeps it now. Top of the key is Zapla, kicks it out to Jay Unger, he drives right side on Zorowski, trying to get an angle, loses possession of the basketball, gets it out to Tupa, near side corner. 
Now he'll drive, center of the key, spin move. Kicks it back out to Ladwig, right wing. Ladwig's had a good third quarter. Now Zopla crosses over, Edstrand in the lane. And we have a foul called on Gabe Edstrand. It'll be his first. I think Scott wanted a travel, but instead they're going to get a foul called on the Skyhawks. It'll be the Skyhawks' third team foul of the third quarter here. And Blair has it underneath their own hoop to inbound. They throw it out top to Zoppola, right wing, guarded by Edstrand. Zoppola working on him. He drives, center of the key, up and no good as he was just trying to get a foul called. And Ninifu comes the other way for Scutt in the lane. No good on the layup. And Lawton gets the rebound for Blair. Up the floor to Tupa. He crosses the timeline. Intensity's definitely picked up here in the third quarter. 3.29 to play. 32-24. Number one seed Scutt leads Blair by eight. Now it's Lawton. Left wing. Down low to Jay Unger. Working on Zorowski. Gets held for a moment. We'll have a traveling violation called on Jay Sean Unger. Blair been able to get a couple stops here in the third quarter. Just haven't been able to find offense as Edstrand gets bumped from behind, dishes it off to Jake Brack down low right on the doorstep of the hoop and the layup is good. It's back to a 10 point Skyhawk lead with 3.02 to play in the third. Tupa, left wing, now to Zapla, left side drives in the lane, he's going to be fouled in the bucket. We'll see who the foul was on, it's going to be on number 12 Gabe Edstrand his second Jack Keeley and Dvorak are ready to check in for Omaha Scut. And going to the line, Jacob Zapla, excuse me. Wyatt Ogle has also checked in for Blair. As well as Grayson Kay. So Zapla is at the line to shoot one. He misses that one. Good box out there by, or excuse me, Brack. And Jack Keeley gets the rebound. Up the floor to Ninifu. He crosses the timeline, working on Grayson Key, or excuse me, K. Now it's Farron, left side, back to Ninifu. Dvorak also checked in, like I mentioned, at the last dead ball. Now he has it, top of the key. He finds Farron, left wing, thought about the three. Back to Dvorak, down low in the center of the paint to Brack, gets it knocked away, it'll be off the hands of Blair, so it'll stay with the Skyhawks here with 2.30 to play. Nolan Slominski, the junior guard, back in for Blair. As Jacob Zopla takes a seat momentarily. Scut to inbound underneath their own basket, they find Dvorak. At top of the key, now it's Farron, left side back to Dvorak. To Ninifu. Cross-court pass to Farron, right in front of us. Now to Dvorak. Thought about the three, down low in the paint to Brack. Kicks it out to Farron, cross-court pass. Dvorak dribbles. Down low to Brack, layup in the lane, too strong. Good defense there by Wyatt Ogle. Offensive rebound, Ninifu, and the layup is good for James Ninifu. And it's 36-26, Scut back out in front by 10. So Ladwig brings it across the timeline for Blair. Hands it off to K. Now it's Lawton back to Ladwig, far corner, right in front of Blair's bench, working on James Ninifu. Now it's Grayson K, left side, he drives to drive baseline on Dvorak, pulls up, mid-range jumper, no good, too short. Ogle gets the offensive rebound for Blair, up, no good, blocked by Healy, and off the hands of Blair as that rebound was getting tipped around, touched a couple hands for both sides, and the last touch off of Wyatt Ogle, 
It'll be Skyhawk basketball with a minute 36 to play in quarter number three. Ninifu back to Dvorak, left side. Now to Farron, back to Dvorak, top of the key. Guarded by Grayson K. Now it's Farron, back to Dvorak. They're just playing kind of keep away right now. 124 to play, third quarter. Dvorak has it right wing. Cross-court pass, Farron. Now to Ninifu, to Dvorak. Still looking for some help. Scut not dribbling all that much. Up and over for Ninifu. No shots. We're going to have a foul on the floor. He did convert the layup, but it will not count. Foul will be called on number five, Nolan Slaminski, his second. It'll be Skyhawk basketball underneath their own hoop. Minute 12 to play here in the third quarter. They inbound it to Brack right in front of the bucket. No good on the jumper. And here comes Ladwig for Blair. Crosses the timeline. Had an opportunity to push the pace there, did Ladwig, as he splits a couple Skyhawk defenders up and under. It'll be no shot. Foul on the floor. As it's going to be on number 50, Jack Healy. That's going to be his third. It'll be the Skyhawks' fifth team foul of the second half with a minute to play. Kip Tupa checks in. Jay Unger also checks in for Blair as Ladwig and Ogle take a seat momentarily with a minute to play here in the third. Blair to inbound underneath their own bucket. Tupa looking for some help. Just throws it out top to Slaminski, guarded by Farron. Blair finds it to Tupa now. Working on Ninifu to Slaminski. He tries to drive baseline on Farron. Gets cut off there by Ninifu. Now it's Unger, finds a cutting K in the lane, layup no good, rebound tipped into the hands of Ninifu, and Skyhawks have it with 43 seconds to play here in the third. Ninifu to Dvorak, to Farron, near side corner, three ball on the way, it rattles home! And the Skyhawks take a 39-26 lead with 30 seconds to play in the third. So Tupa brings it across the timeline. Now it's to Kay, back to Tupa, to Slaminski, top of the key, guarded by Farron. They hand it off to Kay. Now he gives it to Lawton, right wing, guarded by Dvorak. Now to Tupa, thought about the three for a moment, gets his pocket picked by Dvorak, and Dvorak's in transition. Up the lane, in the side, no good, and Ninifu slams it home on the putback. Ninifu came out of nowhere. Off the missed layup from Dvorak, and Ninifu just came back and dunked it home with two hands, and that will be the end of the third quarter. Your score, Scott, 41, the Blair Bears, 26. We'll have the final quarter of action coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special, two for just $6.99. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Uh, hey dude, can I have the aux cord? Uh, yeah, sure. Hey, do you want to play some games? What? No, stop. I'm trying to drive. Dude, Aaron wants to know what you're doing on Friday. Okay, I'll talk to him later. I'm driving right now. <laughs> Did you see this thing on Facebook? Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I gotta put you on Do Not Disturb. Wait, wait, wait. It's hard to drive with a bad passenger, so don't let your phone be one. Visit drivesmartne.org for more information. Brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sander back with you at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Start of the fourth quarter. Scott 
exploded there in the final minute to make their lead 15, 41 to 26. Blair had it down to as much as seven. They're about halfway through the third and then couldn't get any more offense going after that. Edstrand gives it to Farron now left side, guarded by Tupa. He dribbles right side now to Ninafu, right wing. Ninafu trying to drive in the lane. Layup will go. It's 43-26, James Ninafu. Nice take there by number 32, James Ninafu, the senior for Scott Catholic. Tupa, left wing for Blair. He drives, center of the key, stops. Now Jay Unger on the block, trying to find some help, and he took too many steps with it, and he gets called for a travel. So Scott slowly starting to wear down Blair. 7.21 to play in this one. Winner of this game gets the winner of Platteview and Bennington Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. That Platteview-Bennington game coming up at 10.45 this morning. DP will be on the call for that one here on the ticket. Ninifu has it, far side. Now it's Brack, near center court. Edstrand, top of the key, back to Brack, right wing now. Right in front of the head coach, Kyle Jungers. Brack to Farron, has it on the H of Huskers, painted right here in center court. Now to Ninifu, left side, 6.50 to play. 43-26, Scut out in front by 17. Kicks it out. Edstrand, left wing. Now hands it off to Farron. Scott being extremely patient with this one. Back to Edstrand, right wing. Now back to Farron. Top of the key to Ninifu. Scott being extremely patient. Extremely methodical here. Trying to find a good shot and create some space with that Blair defense. Edstrand guarded by Ladwig. Almost got his pocket pick. Edstrand in the lane. Right-handed layup is good! And the foul as Jay Unger tried to step in and take a charge but I do not think he was parallel or got his feet set in time. So that'll be Unger's third. And going to line to shoot one and try to convert the three-point play is Gabe Edstrand. Wyatt Archer checks in for the Skyhawks as Edstrand Connects on the free throw. Dvorak checks in for Edstrand after the made free throw. 6.24 to play. It's up to a 20-point Skyhawk lead. As it felt like just four minutes of game time ago, Blair had this one down to within seven points. And Scott's kind of bursted onto the scene as of late. Tupa driving left side gets bumped by Wyatt Archer as he's freshly checked into the ball game. First foul on Archer this morning. Wyatt Archer, that's his first personal foul. Team six for Scott Catholic. Tupa inbound underneath the Bears hoop. Gets it to Ladwig, left side guarded by Ninafu. Takes a screen right from Unger, doesn't help out that much. They find Unger on the roll. Now it's going to be Lawton, three ball, near corner, no good. And the rebound goes into the hands of Brack, and he gives it off to Ninafu. So Ninafu crosses the timeline slowly. We're under six minutes to play here in the ballgame. By all indications, it looks like Scutt may advance to the Class B semifinal on Wednesday afternoon. Brack hands it to Ninafu, near center court, guarded by Lawton. He crosses him up, center of the key, dumps it off to Archer, right on the block, hands it right to the hands of Kip Tupa of Blair, and it's a turnover charge to Omaha Scut. Now up the floor goes Zapwa to Lawton, top of the key, three ball on the way, no good, rattles out, and we have a foul down low as Unger and Zerowski got tangled up. It will be called on Zerowski, his second. Foul 
Going to the line to shoot two shots, Jay Unger. Or excuse me, one and one would be Jay Unger, just a sophomore. Jay Unger at the line, shooting one and one. Unger hits the front end of the one and one, 67% on the season from the charity stripe. And it's back to within 20, 46-27, Scott with a 19-point advantage. Unger's second free throw is good as well. As we have a timeout on the floor, charge to Chris Whitwer. It is just a 30-second timeout, so we'll go ahead and keep it right here. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification since we're nearing the top of the hour. This is the 2022 Class B State Tournament on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Thank you, Rico. 46-28. Scut out in front by 18 here with 5.27 to play in the ballgame. PBA starting to fill up just a little bit. Getting ready for Platteview Bennington here in about 45 minutes or so. It'll be Skyhawk basketball. Following Unger's two made free throws, fearing up the floor to Zorowski. Has it on the block, now finds a cutting Dvorak in the center of the lane. His shot's blocked by Unger. Dvorak saves it to Fearin and now gives it to Ninafu, top of the key. Back to Fearin. Right wing to Brack, right side. Looking for some help is Jake Brack. He finds Fearin, but before he is able to escape the double team, we have a timeout charge to Scut Catholic. So it's just a 30 seconds, so we'll keep it. Right here once again. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this possible. Don't go anywhere at following this game. We'll have the Union Bank and Trust post game show. Five oh nine to play, fourth quarter. Scut out in front by. 18. So sideline inbound here. Dwarak will be the inbounder for the Skyhawks. See what they draw up out of the timeout. They just throw it into the backcourt to J.J. Farron. Tupa goes to meet him at the center court line as well. Dvorak now with it, right side. Dvorak trying to almost got fouled there by three Blair defenders. Now Farron dumps it off to Ninafu, right side. Scut is going to be in no hurry these final four minutes and 50 seconds as Dvorak has it, top of the key. Now backs, his, backs it out to the timeline, guarded by Lagwig, and he is forced to foul him. So this is going to kind of be what's going to be the name of the game right here, it seems like. is They're just going to pass it around the final four minutes and 43 seconds left. If Just try to play keep away, it feels like. Because I think Blair is starting to understand it because they're going <laughs> to... They're just going to start fouling intentionally here as Zorowski gets a dump off down low in the paint and his layup is good. 48-28, back to a 20-point scut advantage. Tupa brings it across the timeline for the Sky, or excuse me, for the Bears. Now it's going to be Zappola. Left side. 
Working on Jay, Jay Unger now. Almost had the rebound there, and Zorowski gets the miss for the Skyhawks. And now Ninifu has it. He'll slowly walk it across the timeline. 48-28, 4.07 to play, fourth quarter. Ninifu with it, has it left side, and he's going to be fouled on the way to the rim. No shot. Foul will be called on number 24, Sawyer Lawton. His second. Blair still got a foul two more times before the Skyhawks are in the bonus. So we'll see how quickly they decide to do that. They just throw it up top to Ninifu. He's guarded by Lawton. Now to Dvorak. Right side. Guarded by Luke Ladwig. Once again, Skyhawks in no hurry here. Dvorak with it. Top of the key. Still guarded by Ladwig. Took a little bit of a bump from number 12 and Gray. Now he gets triple teamed. Now dumps it off to Farron. Top of the key. Naninifu on the elbow. Scott driving in the lane, dumps it off. Brack layup in the lane, it goes, and it's 50 to 28. So Tupa brings it across the timeline for Blair. Now gives it to Ladwig. 50 to 28 is your score. Scott out in front by 22. Ladwig gets bumped by Ninifu, and he'll be called for the foul. That'll be Ninifu's third. Skyhawk foul number 32, James Ninifu. That's his third personal foul. Ladwig will go to the line to shoot one and one as that was the eighth team foul on the Skyhawks. He's 77% from the free throw line this season. And he misses the front end off the front iron. And a defensive rebound goes to Sorosky. So Farron working on Tupa. Gets fouled from behind by Tupa. And that'll be Blair's sixth team foul. That's his second personal foul, team sixth. Nolan Slaminski checks back in for Blair with 310 to play in the fourth quarter. They inbound it to Ninifu. He's walked up the court together by Sawyer Lawton. Now it's Farron back to Ninifu, top of the key. He thought about it. he had a wide open drive to the bucket and decided not to take it. Now it's going to be Dvorak, dumps it off. Zorowski. Layup gets blocked from behind. Offensive rebound there for Dvorak. And we'll have a foul and one opportunity coming up for Grant Dvorak as he was fouled from behind by Sawyer Lawton. That will be Lawton's third. So Dvorak will go to the line to shoot one shot. As Blair, excuse me, Scott extends their lead 52-28 to with 2.52 to play. Jay Unger takes a seat for the Bears as Grayson K checks in. Grant Dvorak at the line, trying to complete the three-point play. And he does. It's 53-28 with 2.52 to play. Tupa gets it, crosses the timeline for Blair, trying to drive on Farrell, Farron, excuse me. Now kicks that to Ladwig. He calls isolation for a moment. Now it's going to be a bounce pass to K, left side, working on edge strand. He pulls up, mid-range jumper. It is good. And it's 53 to 30. As Dvorak drives cross court, excuse me, crosses the timeline, dumps it off to edge strand, bounce pass Ninifu to Brack. Gets it knocked away for a moment, gets it back. Now layup is good. And it's back to a 25-point scut lead. 2.20 to play. 
in the ballgame. Scott, barring anything wild, will advance to the semifinal on Wednesday as Trupa was able to get a layup to go. Dvorak, double team, cross-court pass to Farron right in front of Scott's bench, now up top to Ninafu. He's guarded by Trupa, and he is fouled. While we have a pause in the action, let's go ahead and get a 30-second timeout. This is Class B Boys Basketball on 93.7 The Ticket. You can search online for hours to find the best electricians in Lincoln and the surrounding area. But I'll save you time. High Electric has been serving their customers for 30 years for both residential and commercial properties. They're experts in everything electrical from remodeling to new additions, hot tub installations, electric vehicle chargers or EV chargers, lighting, ceiling fans, and more. High Electric takes jobs from Beatrice to Omaha and all towns big or small in between. Call them today at 402-466-6606 or learn more at highelectric.com. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. James Ninafu hit two free throws there during that brief timeout to make Scott lead by 57, or excuse me, 57 to 32 with a minute 48 to play. Now it's K with it for Blair. Left side guarded by Ninafu. Now cross court pass to Zapla. He drives, pull up, mid-range jumper on the way. No good off back iron. And number 30, Jacob Cantor, the senior, who has freshly checked in for his first time this morning, gets the or excuse me, defensive rebound. Ninafu goes all the way to the rack and dunks it home with the right hand. James Ninafu. As Blair shoots a three ball on the other end, rebounded once again by Cantor. As PBA, everybody at PBA just kind of like stood up for a moment as Ninafu... Ninafu comes out of nowhere, man. He, he isn't the tallest man, but he's got some, he's got some bounce. He's dunked it home with the right hand. Edstrand to Cantor. Now hands it off to Farron. He gets fouled from behind by Kip Tupa. A laundry list of substitutions coming in for both sides, and... Both fans get a standing ovation. Couple players for Blair playing their final games. Kip Tupa, Luke Ladwig, Jacob Zapla, Mark Donner, Sawyer Lawton, James Dobbins, Toby Ray, all of them final game in the Blair uniform this morning. Scott will go on to play Platt, the winner of Platteview and Bennington. That one is coming up around 1045. Farron connected on the first free throw, so Scut now leads 60. Make it 60, or keep it 60 to 32 as Ogle gets the miss on the back end of the two free throws. Blair with the basketball. Dobbins has it near corner. Now he drives in the lane, trying to get a move going. Now it's back to Toby Ray, to Dobbins. He'll shoot the three ball on the way. It's good! Super cool moment, super cool moment for James Dobbins, the senior, who, folks, that is James Dobbins' first points all season long. He came in only shooting one shot, and it was a two-point bucket, and he missed it. Those that, that was James' first points all season long, and they come at the state tournament at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Pretty cool moment as Dobbins hits a three from the right wing. 
So Skyhawks with the basketball, 38 seconds to play. It's a 25-point scut advantage. Kyle Junger saying, let's go, let's go, let's keep it rolling. As Caden Lynch has it, top of the key. Now to Ben Teal. Now Lynch. Will Tobin has it top of the key. Tobin looking a little fast, drives to the right side of the lane. It's good. It's 62 to 35 as, as Tobin, I should say, gets the layup to go. And we have a foul called on Scut with 5.9 seconds to play. That foul is called on number 22, Ryan Kudron, the junior. He's going to the line to shoot uh, one and one since that's the ninth team foul on the Skyhawks, is number 33, or excuse me, number 30, Jacob Cantor. Cantor's first is good. Cantor only averaging a point and a half per game. Get this, so he scored now 16 total points, but before coming in, he only had 15 points all season long, and it came on five three-point shots. So pretty cool fact there for Jacob Cantor as the Skyhawks get the miss on the free throw. There's the horn, and there's the ball game. Your final score, Scott Catholic, 62. The Bears of Blair, 36. So Scott will advance to the Class B semifinal on Wednesday afternoon. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a couple minutes with the Union Bank and Trust postgame show coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Are you dragging through each day? Most people are dehydrated or deficient in essential vitamins, minerals, and more. Live Hydration Spa helps you get more out of your life with their IV hydration treatments to help with anti-aging, weight loss, endurance, and more. Their performance packages can help you feel better doing your normal daily routine with boosts of energy and vitality, an increase in immunity, and quicker athletic recovery. Call today for an appointment at 402-413-2042 or walk in at 71st and Pioneers. Live Hydration Spa. Why settle for Wi-Fi that just usually works? Why settle for customer service that's subpar? Why settle for service that's outdated? You don't have to. Settle for more with Allo, the faster, more reliable internet experience that's built for the way you use all your devices. For answers, visit us at allofiber.com slash switch today. Allo, settle for more. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Nick Sander back with you from Pinnacle Bank Arena. We have wrapped up game one of 32 that you'll be able to hear on the ticket. Still got a long way to go, so we got a lot of exciting matchups coming up in the near future here throughout the week. Coming up next at around 1045 is going to be number four seed Platteview versus number five seed Bennington, the other Class B boys quarterfinal. And then we'll take a little bit of a, of a longer break and then come back and it's Class A girls basketball the rest of the afternoon and evening right here on 93.7. The ticket, Scott. Wins this one 62-36 to 36 over the Bears of Blair. This is the Union Bank and Trust postgame show. Open a checking account today and receive up to a $200 cash bonus. Learn more at UBT.com. Scott will advance to the semifinal on Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. The one seed, the Skyhawks, now improved to 23-1 on the year. Mentioned throughout the course of the game that they're trying to get their third state title in program history, they've won one in 20, 2014 when they beat Beatrice 59-45 and topped Ron Colley in 2020 with a 59-31 win. Uh, Kyle Jurgens advances to his seventh, or excuse me, his fifth straight Class B boys semifinal matchup. So impressive run there for, for the Skyhawks. For the Bears, just coming up a little bit short throughout the course of the game. It was just lack of offenses. Jay Unger was pretty quiet throughout the whole course of the game. Luke Ladwig was got going there in the third quarter. Blair cut it down to seven at one point. And I was sitting here courtside, and we were saying, man, this is this is a chance. We have a chance to to see a, a pretty close finish. And then, man, James Ninafu and, and Jake Brack, that that you know, that uh, teamwork from Scutt just kind of was too much for Blair to handle. And, and throughout the course of the game, the big bodies of of Brack, Zorowski, and Healy for for Scutt Catholic just too much. For, for the Blair Bears to handle. Unfortunately for Blair, we'll see what how they look next season as uh, they graduate quite a few guys. Kip Tupa, Luke Lagwig, Zopla, uh, Mark Donner, Sawyer Lawton, some big names that played some key roles this morning are going to be gone for head coach Chris Whitwer as he heads into his eighth season as the head coach of the Blair Bears. Once again, your final score, Scott Catholic advances to the semifinal game 62-36 to with a win over the eight-seed Blair Bears. Don't go anywhere. In a couple minutes after we take a couple-minute break, I catch my breath. We'll have Jeff Mall from the Lincoln Convention and Biz Visitors Bureau to kind of talk and sit down for about 10 minutes or so and talk about just how great this week is going to be for the city of Lincoln and what you can do as a fan to enjoy state some state basketball this week in the city of Lincoln and downtown in the capital city. Once again, your final score on the Union Bank and Trust postgame show. Open a checking account today and receive up to a $200 cash bonus. Learn more at UBT.com. Number one, Scott Catholic advances with a 62-36 win. Nick Sainter saying goodbye for now from Pinnacle Bank Arena. The Skyhawks are in the semifinals. We'll be right back. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Are you worried about storm damage causing issues with your basement? F Foundation Repair fixes basements with supreme waterproofing and exact concrete leveling for residential or commercial clients. They service wet basements, leaky walls, damp crawl spaces, bowing or cracked bricks or drywall, and more. Whether you're in southeast Nebraska, the Tri-Cities area, or northeast Kansas, they'll easily make the trip to you. Get a free evaluation today by visiting wefixbasements.com or call 402-804-1024. Ep Foundation Repair. We Fix Basements. Hi, this is Kurt, your shop manager at A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. My promise to you is this. You won't find another automotive repair facility that genuinely cares about you and your vehicle. Our service is outstanding and our customer service is better. Please give me a call for all your automotive repair questions and needs. Call me at 
877-467-4660. We were built on small town values and that shows in how we treat others. A1 Automotive, always honest answers. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $6.99. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. At Southeast Community College, fall just arrived, but spring is already on our minds. Registration for the spring 2022 semester begins October 25th. Whether you want to get a head start on a four-year degree, learn a new trade with a certificate program, or add to your job skills, SCC has a class for you. Spring semester starts January 10th. Learn more about our more than 60 programs of study online at southeast.edu. SCC, your path to possible. Fencing, skydiving, baseball, tennis, gymnastics, softball, basketball, table tennis, karate. Nick thinks he can name all of the Cornhusker State game sports in 30 seconds. BMX racing, volleyball, cycling. Not likely, but here's what you do need to know. The Cornhusker State games are coming up in July. With over 70 sports to choose from, there's literally something for everyone. Register by June 1st to get your free shirt. Check it all out at CornhuskerStateGames.com. Go for the gold in 2022. Archery, chess, foot golf, fishing. Are you tired of lousy internet and faceless customer service? It's time to experience local, honest, hassle-free, and exceptional. That's the Allo promise. We not only provide crazy fast fiber internet, crystal clear TV, and dependable phone service, but we choose to become a part of the communities we serve and love when everyone calls or stops by our store to say Allo. So don't settle for mediocre, settle for exceptional with Allo. Visit us at allofiber.com local. Hi, this is Kurt, your shop manager at A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. My promise to you is this. You won't find another automotive repair facility that genuinely cares about you and your vehicle. Our service is outstanding and our customer service is better. Please give me a call for all your automotive repair questions and needs. Call me at 402-477-4660. We were built on small town values and that shows in how we treat others. A1 Automotive. Always honest answers. Now back to high school basketball on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainter back with you at Pinnacle Bank Arena. We're in between a couple games. Well, before we send it off to DP here in a couple minutes uh, for the pregame show of Platteview and Bennington, I wanted to sit down with Jeff Mall of Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. Jeff, Exciting times, man. Well, how, how are you doing, first of all? I'm doing great, man. It's Monday, and I am so blessed that you guys yeah. are doing what you're doing. And, man, we have great media partners. We have a great city. We have great venues. This is, I mean, I don't want to slide Christmas aside, yeah. but this is the most wonderful time of the year when it comes to tourism. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and with some of the games and how they kind of unfolded last week, I, I started really getting excited for, for Monday morning because – Look where we're at. I mean, we're, we're finally at Pinnacle Bank Arena. There's a little bit of normalcy. Um, I, some of my memories popped up on my phone last couple days of being in Pinnacle Bank Arena and some pictures I was taking. And I remember, like, the seats were saran-wrapped and, and, and oh. covered, and it just didn't feel like state tournament time. And, and I kind of joked in our pregame show before the first game that, 
um, when, when it's snowing out, you know it's state tournament basketball because we always have a snowstorm. But, I mean, people have battled it and made the trip from whether it's Omaha, whether it's Platteview, whether it's Bennington. They've, they've shown out on the first day so far. They've had this on their calendar all year long. When we went to the uh, the, the six-day format for state high school basketball to accommodate Big Ten wrestling yep. the last couple of days, uh, there were a lot of people saying, hey, we love it. We're just going to come to Lincoln. We're going to be there the entire time. But I want to flash back to March of 2020 when we had yeah. hardly anybody here. And that's when the pandemic truly started to get the teeth of, of where it took us. And I'm standing there on the floor going, what an empty feeling seeing these student-athletes on the floor with just a handful of fans. But exactly. fast forward to what we're going to do this week in Lincoln. We have great venues and just the pageantry of State High School basketball and, and their families. Again, the last person out of the community shut the lights off. We'll see you at the end of the week with the state championship. I was going to say, like, with, with the uh, – obviously, state tournament time is always as exciting as ever. I mean, and, and Nebraska shows out whether it's a Class D1 or, or Class A. They, they always show out. There's always – it's good for just general basketball fans. It's a great opportunity, great venue at PBA here as well. But having it, both boys and girls basketball in the same week, I mean, what kind of greater opportunity is there? Because the atmosphere is going to be second to none. The atmosphere second to none, great, great experience. And the fact that there might be fans of boys basketball and fans of girls basketball that stick with their specific sport, but they don't watch them together. Yeah. This is the chance to see them both on the same stage at the same time and the amount of vacation time that people take to watch basketball. Now they're going to get to watch it all over a, over a period of week. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping and praying for some good weather. I know we woke up this morning to, I mean, I didn't expect snow. Neither did I. But you know what? It happened. The streets are great in Lincoln. So if you're listening out there, come down and get a ticket at either Devaney, the public schools, or Pinnacle Bank Arena. Lots of great basketball. Once again, we're talking to Jeff Mall of, of the Lincoln uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau. I, I'm curious, how does a week like this all come together? Because... Obviously, you mentioned you have to accommodate Big Ten Wrestling, which was a great event for, for the conference um, on, on, a, on a college and national wrestling stage. But now you have state basketball. How did this week where you brought in boys and girls basketball together, how did it all come together in a one-week stretch? Well, and you guys hear Derek Bombeck uh, from our office mm -hmm. come on in the mornings on, on Fridays. You know, we are a recruitment organization. Yeah. We recruit events to Lincoln. We help make events happen. So when we were presented with the opportunity as a community to host Big Ten Wrestling, yeah. immediately you have to reach out to people like John Dolliver and Jay Beller at the NSAA and say, hey, are you willing to make it happen, and, yeah. and how do you want to do it? So ultimately, I take my head off to Jay Beller and, and John Dolliver at the NSAA that made this happen in five days. You look at the schedule, Nick, mm -hmm. I have no idea how you begin to even think that this is going to work, Yeah, but it's going to be great, and uh, we just supported. Our biggest thing was to make sure our retail, our restaurants, and our hospitality industry were ready for this because, as you know, We've had staffing shortages. We're still climbing out of that pandemic thing. And uh, I'll tell you, people are ready. What happened this previous weekend, how busy we were, prepared us for a very long week right here doing tournaments. I was going to say, what would what would be your advice to somebody that's either coming in from a, from a small town or even making the trip you know, from South Lincoln downtown to the rail yard or to the Haymarket area? What would be your advice to them um, with knowing you know, what we've gone through the last year and a half or so? Just be prepared. I mean, I know a lot of them come from smaller towns where maybe the staffing isn't an issue, but yeah. bigger cities, bigger bars, bigger restaurants, there will be staffing issues. Be patient. I mean, I've had to do it. We've had to do it as a community. And, and just support those that continue to dole out the drinks and the food and, and the clothing. So it's going to be a great experience. And uh, we want people to hop on to Lincoln.org. That's our website. Yep. 
Still plenty of hotel rooms in Lincoln. Still plenty of dinner reservations available. So yeah. really, uh, we're ready to go and we're prepared. And, and I awesome. again, I want to thank everybody out there. Thank you personally for what you're taking on yeah. this week, man. You and I smiled when we shook hands because I'd never awesome. met you before. Exactly. Huh? The first thing I did was thank you so much for being here. Uh, yeah, you did. Sorensen get you into this? Yeah. Well, it's going to be me and DP together. We're going to yeah. be we're going to be doing these 32 games. It's, it's an exciting time. That's good. It's, it's good. Awesome. So we're happy to be a part of it. And. Uh, Again, just uh, high school athletics, big part of our community. Yeah, Awesome. That's Jeff Mall of the Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. Jeff, exciting, exciting week coming up. we we got to let you go so we can do our pregame show here, but I'm sure you're more than welcome to join anytime you want. Sit down. We'll have a conversation. We'll, we'll uh, have some fun, and we'll talk some high school basketball this week. I will be listening all awesome. week, man. That is Jeff Mall of the Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. Make your way down to PBA or Devaney or any of the high schools if you want to see some smaller classes right now this week. And uh, enjoy some state basketball all week long, um, whether it's on 93.7 The Ticket or in person. Once again, that's Jeff Mall of Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau. Nick Sainter saying goodbye for now. In a couple minutes, when we come back, I'll turn it over to DP. He'll have Platteview and Bennington, Class B boy quarterfinal coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket.